For those of you who follow volleyball, this is manna from heaven. For those of you who don't, it's time you did. The Rupe Prime Volleyball League 2022 is live on Sony 10 1 in English, Sony 10 3 in Hindi, Sony 10 4 in Tamil and Telugu, and Sony 10 2 in Malayalam. It kicked off on the 5th of Feb 2022 and uh, it goes on right till the 27th of uh, this month. Kyle Friend, who's part of the Bengaluru Torpedoes in the Rupe Prime Volleyball League, has joined me. Hi, nice to see you. I hope uh, the family and you are safe and healthy. These are the the most important questions in the time of a pandemic. Man, Rishi, thank you for having me. And yes, the family is doing great. Um, and I'm glad that they get to watch some volleyball back at home. Awesome. Kyle, I believe this is your first time in India playing in a pro volleyball league. You obviously got some great opinions from friends, from mates who had been here on, in a previous installment. I'd like to talk about how you ended up doing this contract, coming here and representing the Bengaluru Torpedoes. Yeah, 100%. So this is my first time ever coming to India. Um, and then also first time playing pro volleyball in India. And yes, in the 2019 season, I had a couple of good friends and former teammates, uh, a Paul Lotman who played here um, and a Carson Clark, who I was living with in the States at the time, who got the offer to come out to India. And it really uh, made my decision easier to hear their experience of their time in India. They truly had an amazing experience getting to know the guys, um, exploring the culture and the volleyball level was super high. So they had nothing but high regards uh, to say about the league and the people here. And uh, it definitely made my decision easier uh, when the opportunity came around to, to come out here and play volleyball. Uh, it, was, it was something kind of unexpected. Um, I've been playing beach volleyball professionally for the last five years, and I've been really comfortable in the beach world. I've, I've hung up my indoor shoes. It had been five years. I had, I had played for five years uh, in Europe, bouncing around here, bouncing around there. And then David Lee, who uh, was a prominent figure in the league uh, two years ago, uh, had reached out to me as I, someone I train with and play beach with saying, hey, they're, they're looking for some indoor players. Would that be something you're interested in? And uh, it took me a minute, but then I was like, you know, uh, I would love to. I would love to, you know, dip my toes, dip my toes into that culture for a month and, and, and to play some volleyball again, which at the core of my being, I, I love playing volleyball. That's awesome. And, and really, you're representing one of the most cosmopolitan, truly inclusive cities in our country. I mean, Bangaloreans pride themselves on, you know, being the home of great culture in South India. The food is, is amazing. I don't know if you've got to sample enough of it. And of course, the people are really warm and mild mannered. So you must be enjoying your time with the Bengaluru Torpedoes, though I know that the tournament itself is being played in Hyderabad at the Gachibauli Stadium. But just the team culture, let's talk about that. Yeah, no, 100%. I would say a word that comes to mind when I first interacted was was welcoming uh, and warm. And even before I got out here, I could feel the presence of or the importance of family from my manager, my GM Rakesh, and my coach and the players. And that made uh, that made me even more opt to joining and more excited about coming out here to India, knowing that the, the culture and the vibe of my team was so friendly. And so welcoming. Um, and unfortunately, we didn't get. I didn't get to explore Bangalore, but here in Hyderabad, Hyderabad, I get to be with my guys and my core and my club, which is great. And I get to get a little taste of Bangalore here uh, in Hyderabad. Well, the format's pretty interesting because there are two overseas players, uh, which every team is allowed, and of course, uh, predominantly Indian talent. What do you think about the Indian talent that you're seeing across the board, across all the teams, and of course, your own team, which is Bangalore Torpedoes? And what do you think of the the 
overseas players who've been recruited. Uh, if you'd give us a lowdown on that. Yeah, no. So I would say to start out with the, the Indian players as a, as a league, more athletic than I thought. Some athletic individuals out here who maybe haven't you know, are, are a bit more raw, who haven't had the fortunate opportunities to be coached for, for 10 years at a high level of playing club ball, but know how to play the game, know how to jump, know how to hit the crap out of the ball. That's for sure. And so it's been surprising to me to see the talent in the league. And as the games progress and we, we see different players come and play because for the, before the first match, it was a mystery. Um, you know, you're on this, you're on this blind date with this team that you don't know. Uh, of course, the local Indian guys are familiar with the other Indian players, but as a foreigner, everything's new. Everything's new, uh, new information coming in. And so there are some big, there's some big Indian guys with some big arms uh, on some of these teams. So it's exciting to see because as a competitor, you want to play against the best. Um, and so it only revs my engine more knowing that there's some big ballers on some other teams that I want to go out there and block, or I want to go out there and dig. Um, it makes, uh, it makes the game more juicy, if you will. And so I think that's been really fun seeing that. The talent on my team, I really like our team. I really like the camaraderie that we have, uh, led by our captain, Ranjit, who's a, a setter who's been playing this game at a high level for a very long time. And you can see uh, the way he commands respect amongst the team. And that, I think, makes it easier for the whole team to align, to mesh, to kind of continue to learn and grow down this path here that we have just one month. Um, it's just one month. And from my experience so far, seeing other teams and, and being with my team, who can, who can create a great relationship with your team, your teammates that you don't know that you just met uh, most efficiently and most as quick as possible. So that can translate to success on the court. Every point is, uh, Hey, I know I trust my teammates going to be there for this ball. I trust my teammates going to set me this ball. And so I think I love that our team is is balanced. I believe we're super balanced. We have great middles. We have a great setter. We have an amazing libero, awesome outside hitters, and we're deep. So if there's some someone who isn't playing great, I'm very confident that the next person off our bench is going to come in and help us win. And so that's been really that's been really fun to see. And of course, totally blind, random luck that you know I got to be on this squad, and I'm very fortunate that I have been. And uh, as for the foreigners around the league. I've been fortunate to know a lot of the foreigners before coming here. Either in college, I played with Ian Satterfield, who's playing for Kolkata. I played beach volleyball against some of these guys, Cody Caldwell, David Lee with David Lee. So a lot of these guys, I mean, international players I'm familiar with. Um, it is interesting, again, to see on TV and in person how these guys mesh with their team. What kind of trust has been built with these foreigners and their in local Indian players? Because, hey, we're all new to each other. We're still learning. We're still figuring out each other's how we work, how we tick. And speaking with my American friends, there's been an overriding theme of they lo everyone loves the Indian guys. Everyone's been very welcoming and friendly. And it's really, it's really cool to hear because it's been the same experience for me. Getting to talk to some of my American friends, you know, we're, we're all living this, this lifestyle right now, kind of in our own little worlds here separately. And so when we come together to talk, it, it's so interesting to hear the stories that they have with their teammates and the stories that I've been having with my teammates. Yet, you know, we're, we're just a couple hall rooms down the hall here at, at the, in the hotel. So, you know, it's, it's really cool to see the international players 
be welcome in from the local Indian players and how that is transpiring on the court. You know, I've, I've been following the transition of basketball in India, for example. The NBA ver- is very serious about spreading basketball in our country. As you know, and you would have fathomed by now that we're crazy about cricket, a sport that America doesn't play at all. And, you know, sure. that's our primary passion. But we're also really good at, at some of the other sports. Like, you know, we, we had uh, an Olympic gold medal in javelin. We're very good with field hockey. And the NBA All-Stars, you know, or past legends who come into India to do coaching clinics and camps tell me that the trick isn't to get the really tiny kids to start adopting basketball at the grassroots level. And that slowly started happening. Volleyball, again, which is your sport, is at a very early stage in India, though we've been playing it for, you know, decades. How would you suggest right. the sport should be spurred on or furthered in this country? Would you uh, would you suggest more past legends coming in like the NBA does, clinics to happen so that young kids get the game? How would you suggest that India goes about this movement? Yeah, I, I think it's a combination of all those things, Rishi. Like you said, even in the States, we're slowly adopting volleyball at a young, at, for the youth. When I first started playing volleyball, the first competitive volleyball I was allowed or that was available to me was at 16. Um, and I was a 14-year-old kid because for boys, it was not quite available. For girls, there it was a bit more readily available in different areas. I grew up in South Florida, so it wasn't a huge sport in Southern California. If you're a boy, you can play club volleyball at 10 years old, organize club volleyball at 10 years old. And that's been the way for a while, but it's slowly even adopting in the States. Here in India, you know, having this league is one great addition to getting visibility to all the youth in, in the country, um, seeing, hey, I can relate to this person. I, I can, this is someone I like. This is someone I feel like I can look up to. Um, and having that, having availability like on TV, I think is huge. And then, like you said, you know, cl- camps and clinics after after this league ends to ride this momentum of, of this league. And hey, we're going to host small clinics and camps in some of the bigger cities in India and bring some of these Indian stars who just got done off, who just left TV, who had just won a championship here in India and go around and, and create some buzz, create some opportunities because it just won't happen out of thin air, I don't think. Um, and there needs to be a way for the kids to relate that they can either take a break from cricket or, or, or pivot from seeing cricket players or any other sport that they love to do because if there's no volleyball being played. If there's no volleyball access in their town and their hometown, then it won't, it won't happen. It won't happen for sure. So it's really got to be um, an opportunity for the league and for some of the local Indian players to, to take responsibility on themselves to, in my hometown, I'm going to run a camp this month here. I'm going to bring in maybe a foreigner or two. Hey, stick around for a week or two. Come do this camp. Come do this camp with me so we can provide some awareness, you know, for the sport. And whether that's, you know, some clinics and maybe mini tournaments or some club events, you know, I don't know how much organized youth volleyball there is here in India, if, if any, right? So I think by doing things like that and providing, you know, opportunities for kids to just see the sport, to be around it so they can feel the energy and they can see the excitement and then they can um, have something to relate to. You know, I think kids, we want to, we want to see ourselves in the other athletes. We want to see that as a possibility and that carries so much weight. You know, I have to say this about your lovely sport is that you don't need any investment. I mean, it's not as though you have to buy a bat and pads and gloves and, you know, special kit. All of us have played, played beach volleyball. It's just the ball and away you go. So, you know, you don't have to yeah. be economically forward. You don't have to belong to the rich strata of society to try and adopt the game. So it's nope. you know it's a wonderful game for any kid to just pick up without telling the parents, look here, buy me this or buy me that. 
Right. Right. There's so, there's such little barriers to entry for volleyball. You know, like you said, you don't need a set of golf clubs. You don't need, you know, you need four people to have fun and play volleyball on the beach and you're good to go. You know, in California, I'm out there every weekend playing volleyball and I see people who are 60, 65 consistently playing beach volleyball and they've been doing it their whole life. Like lives. It's, it's something that you can continue to play for such a long time, which I think makes it so attractive. And you can just, Hey, you want to go play some volleyball. You don't need basketball. You need like five on five or three on three and, and you need a hoop and stuff like that. So like you said, I, I agree, you know, give, give me a ball, throw a net up somewhere and, and you're going to have a good time. You know, I think it's just getting that getting that there for kids so they know they can have a good time Kyle, how's the uh, the draw the tournament looking for you i know this is still early days you guys have just had one game you have won this evening how's it looking and where do you think yeah. uh, you guys stand as far as this tough uh, tournament is concerned sure yeah so we're currently sitting in second place in the league after one win we had a, a back and forth battle where we were down 2-0 to the the squad that we played first, which was the Kochi Blue Spikers. And then we came back to win in three. So uh, five sets and we won three out of two of those sets. So we got two big points on the board. And I was thrilled because for us, we saw some adversity in that first match um, early and we were able to come back being down 2-0. Um, yeah, being down 2-0, not great. Coming back from down 2-0 to get a win, I think creates this new level attrition, a new level of toughness for us, knowing that we can do that. So everything else here on out is, is gravy, if you will, because we've already, we've already come down from the worst and come back and won. So I love that first match for us because it showed grit. It showed toughness um, for our team. And, you know, again, seeing all these teams play each other and figure each other out at the same time, learning to figure out their own teammates. I think that's the, that's the biggest challenge. There's talent all over this league. There's talent on every team. There's some big, big hitters. Some foreigners are amazing. Which teams are generating relationships most efficiently and best on the court in this short period of time that can get find them success? And when I say success, I mean actual points on the court because I, I see challenges with other players and teams not trusting, maybe hitters, setters not trusting their, their, foreign, their foreigner, right? And he's getting only a handful of sets and He's supposed to be really good, but you got to build trust. That setter's got to know he's gonna. You're gonna kill that ball. Uh, maybe there's some more trust with the Indian to the local guys because they know each other and things like that. So, um, for what I'm seeing, um, is how are these players managing those relationships on and off the court? Because I think off court interactions with your team is like so so important. Um, and maybe even overlooked here, but I know there's emphasis on a lot of these clubs to everyone stay together. Because you build those as a, as a guy, in my experience, you build those connections and those relationships um, off the court. So then you can battle, you can battle on the court with your brother. And so it's, it's been really interesting to see every team go out there and play and, and battle. And, and, you know, there is excitement and I love the passion of the Indian, of the Indian players because man, they are screaming every single play. They're running around, we're doing laps and it's exciting because it's just a little, it's just different than my experience in the States and some of my teams in Europe. It's just a different experience. So it's, it's really cool to see. And I think these teams uh, that are having the most success are uh, the ones that are building the best trust. That's wonderfully put. I want to talk about almost half a decade spent in Europe playing prof professional indoor volleyball. I mean, you only hear about how big the volleyball scene is in Europe. And uh, obviously for them, indoor volleyball holds more fancy because it's 
you know, the entire region is so cold and they don't really have, have beaches <laughs> except the Mediterranean countries. So uh, if I'm not mistaken, you played in Germany, you played in Sweden, you played in Switzerland. Must have been exciting five years of your life, Kyle. It was an unreal time of my life, Rishi. Like it, it, I had never been to Europe prior to my first year in Germany. The minute I graduated college, I went on a pro tour to try and get picked up by a professional team in, the, in Europe. I ended up landing with a team in Germany. And I, I was so close to not getting picked up by any team. It was the night before my flight. I had done this tour for two weeks. I was um, in a hotel in Italy, ready to fly back to the States with no job, no contract. And I got a, me a message from my agent saying I had a tryout in Northern Germany that don't go to your flight tomorrow, go to Germany from Italy. And I said, okay, let's do it. Um, and I went, I got the job and then five years, I spent five years traveling around Europe and doing that. Um, and it was amazing. I, you know, growing up in the States, it's all I knew. Uh, I had just never experienced Europe, the culture. And when you spend seven months, eight months living in another culture, um, you learn a lot about yourself. You learn a lot about the people that live there, how they grow up, how, how athletes are trained, how the mindset is different of competitors in Europe and independence. My experience was players were so independent um, at a young age. Uh, you know, I think you know, you're 10, 11 years old, mom and dad say, go take the train to school. Okay, good luck. You know, you're on, you're on your own in the States. Yeah, right. You know, your parents are dropping you off here. Public transportation is minimal. Um, so I think that you grow up in Europe, the guys grow up faster than we do in the States. So I think that they're a bit more mature than we are uh, when we're 22 or 23 leaving college. But I loved my first year in Germany. I had another American, I had a Canadian guy, I had a really good time. And, um, you know, after that year, I went to Sweden for two years where it was very cold and it was very dark, really awesome people in Sweden really, really loved the guys there. And I still are, I am still friends with some of the local, uh, some of my teammates who are in Sweden and, and in Germany. You know, it was an experience. And then Switzerland was definitely my favorite place that I lived uh, for the last two years. Beautiful city. Uh, you know, our town was in the Alps, a small farming village, cows mooing and bells smelled like smelled like cow manure every day. But, you know, my balcony was out and rivers and it was beautiful and it was green. And, and the people there were, were again, similar to the Indian people, welcoming and friendly. And, you know, I made some really good connections with some people there and I had an amazing experience. I got to travel the world. I, you know, wow. every weekend in Switzerland, if we had off, uh, you know, me and my teammate, we would, Hey, let's take the car. Let's go to Germany. Let's go to Munich. Hey, let's take the car. Let's, let's go to Italy. Okay. Let's go to Austria. I mean, two hours here, two hours there, nowhere in the world can you do that. And, um, I, I got to, I was able to get paid to go play volleyball and to see the world at the same time. Um, I learned a lot about myself during those five years and, uh, man, un unreal experience, uh, unreal. I recommend any guy who's in college playing and are, are thinking about going to play pro. I push them in the best way to, Hey, go try. If there's a piece of you that wants to try this, try it because it's hard to go back. It's really hard to go back after you take a break. So yeah, the, the time in Europe was amazing. And I met so many amazing people and, and created so many great relationships. That's awesome. I find it very fascinating yeah. that uh, after, you know, turning pro, playing pro volleyball for such a long time, you then decided to go back to school and get an MBA degree, a master's in business administration. <laughs> that is quite fabulous. I don't know how many yeah. athletes do that, you know, as, and it's great stuff. So uh, tell us a little bit about that. 
Yeah. You know, there was a piece of me while I was playing, knowing that I, I kind of wanted to go back and get my master's. My sister had done it. I had a couple friends who had gone back to get their master's. And I knew with my volleyball resume, I could get a coaching, a graduate position coaching um, and have, have school pay for part of my master's. And that was a huge deal for me. And that saved me a ton of money. Um, so I went back for two years to Concordia University, where my teammate Noah Titano uh, played. He was there just after I graduated, though. So it was a two-year program, get my business master's, all in class sessions. And you know, for me, I studied business management in undergrad, and I knew that I wanted to start companies. It was kind of my, my mindset when I was in Europe. And I knew a business management degree or a MBA, master's of business administration, would, would open a lot of doors. And when I went back to school, it was hard. It was really hard because I had been out of school for five years and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know how to school. I don't know how to school anymore. You know, studying and book reports and papers, like it's been so long, but man, I, I met some amazing people in my program and between the, between the staff and some of the, some of your peers, you know, you're not, there's not just 23 year olds going into graduate program. There's 50 year old men who are on their fourth business coming in with their real life problems of their company. And we're, and we're spitballing as a group and a team working on these different situations, you know? And so having that real life application of some of these problems and some of the, um, some of the scenarios that were coming in was, you know, life-changing stuff in my opinion. And that's where I think the real, the real uh, juice, the real benefit of having an in-person MBA like that is because of the people that are in there with you. Yes, professors, great. Learned a ton from the professors, but the peers, and I made some really good connections and I, I joined a nonprofit from a guy in my class uh, right after school because we hit it off and he was like, hey, I'm starting this nonprofit. I want you on my team. Great. So I, I did that right after school, which was great. So yeah, but it was a it was a whirlwind of a two years, and it was I was coaching, I was playing, I was going to get my master's. It was a lot, but I'm glad I, I'm glad I did it. I'm glad I did it. My last question has got to be cooking with Kyle. <laughs> I took a look at your Instagram <laughs> feed, and I hope you can you can learn to do some Indian dishes. Uh, have you already? I mean, these are days, but you know, Indian food is popular around the world. I don't know when you were in Florida, when you were in uh, California, whether you picked up some Indian cooking. Talk to me about that. Oh man, that's funny. Cooking with Kyle, yeah. So one of the things I love to do is just cook. My mom was a great cook, and she was actually born in Lebanon. She bounced around as a kid, and so one of the one one of the dishes she used to make was like curry, Indian curry all the time. So honestly, one of my mom's, one of my favorite dishes my mom's make is curry. So yeah, it's really small, it's really small world. And so she definitely got the bug in me about cooking and eating right. And then once I started playing pro volleyball, I realized, okay, I need to cook right to take care of my body, to feed my, to feed this moneymaker that I have here. And, and then cooking just kind of became this passion of mine. And I think when I am cooking, things are just in place. It means I have, I have time. I've, I've settled all my work and my life and relationships. So I have this time to cook and, and treat myself and or and treat the roommates or others who come over. But you know, I, when I first got here, the spices of the food, the taste, the flavors, it was delicious. It was amazing. I was like, oh my goodness, look how fresh this is, you know? So I definitely need to steal some recipes from my local teammates <laughs> uh, because I don't know what's in some of these dishes, but they're delicious. They're delicious. 
Kyle Friend is part of the Bengaluru Torpedoes in the Prime Volleyball League. Please watch all games live on Sony 10.1 in English. And you can also catch regional language versions in Sony 10.2, 3 and 4. And uh, the tournament is on right till the 27th of February 2022. I really appreciate your time and uh, it's just wonderful catching up with you. All the best to the Bengaluru Torpedoes and you, Kyle. Hey, thank you, Rishi. I really appreciate it. You're a legend. Thank you.